um, allow um, Dwayne Rooney. Uh, um, I've been told to to speak to the Americans, but I can't really speak American, so I'm just going to do it in English. Uh, thanks for inviting me to the the three one two four podcast. Um, I did try and ring earlier. I'm sorry about that. I bit myself pretty badly because I was trying to use the iron. Um, but thanks anyway. I, I'm glad I can keep up the good work, boys. Thanks. Um, Sarah, bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the three, two, one, four podcast. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, uh, Mister Rooney, for renaming our pod. I guess uh, we have to like, yeah, we have to rebrand now. So three lads, two uh, teams, one cup, and four furious i mean for for <laughs> columbus is is Ooh. what i feel like fits in there all right um specifically given the amount of columbus fans that we seem to have mm-hmm. but it kind of goes against the point of the pod so i don't know <laughs> no if, if if you think about it like it just means that we only <laughs> record the podcast while wearing pea colored shirts and uh <laughs> and bright blue shorts it's it's accurate Everyone loves those shorts, and that's the biggest piece of revisionist history I've ever seen in my life. It is all garbage. Stop it. Stop it. Three lads, two teams, one podcast, fast four. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that's what it must be. Hell yeah. Um, big fan to ki- or <laughs> fuck. Big, Jesus, I, it's ruined me. <laughs> it's ruined me. Uh, big ups to Ken at Feta Mortuary for the uh, for the awesome intro music at the top and bottom of the pod. Uh, let's let's talk point totals. My God! All right, uh, we are getting close to even, fellas. Some would say, yeah. I would say, too close to even on this motherfucker so steven you you won last episode for realsies yeah holy shit yeah Yeah. i on i was so far behind at first that i stopped paying attention Mm -hmm. to it this i literally just saw (laughs) this this is amazing yeah Yeah. it's two two and three i'm gonna have to make another (laughs) t-shirt god damn it just like cincinnati i've surprised us all two weeks in a row no kidding Jesus fuck. <laughs> oh no. Uh yeah, so we got it's uh Steven two, Evan two, still in the lead. Mike's still in the lead, thank Christ. Uh y'all are gonna have to stop doing well. Um and fans, you guys are gonna have to come out of the woodwork for me here. Come on. I can't I can't be one of those plebs. I can't do it. Uh, yeah. things are all tied up at three all in the hell is horny competition. Um, yeah, Steven getting the yeah, double. Steve, Steven with yeah. two wins. Ooh. Two furious. Oh God, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, King awful lost to the king of Cincinnati. Kendall Watson. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. It's elementary, mm-hmm. my dear. Fair enough. Uh, Fair enough. It wasn't <laughs> as big of a blowout as it should have been, but hey. No, it wasn't. No, no. I, I can't believe that uh, the person that placed uh, Awful and also asked his fans not to vote for him still got 45% yeah. of the vote. Yeah. Crew fans, holy shit. To me. It's very, very important that you vote honestly in these polls. I know that I know that we all get erections when we watch Harrison Awful play soccer, but really we're just looking at his physical form here. I ask that in the future we please reduce these men to purely sexual objects and not vote based on their soccer yeah, prowess. Guys, don't be weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as we've seen from from my Twitter and all this talk about the fucking Columbus Zoo, uh, people in Columbus have trash tastes. So, <laughs> oh Jesus, that's gonna help my cause. <laughs> hey, that's apparently going back on me. You're winning. I'm taking all your fucking heat. Uh, so before we uh, before we get uh, too far into this, the Columbus Zoo sucks, and it does talk. Uh, let's get into our question. Uh, now I'm going to go first, uh, as, as the, uh, as the eldest among us now. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't know what, what day it is for you guys, but it's, uh, it's Monday the, the 25th here. I had a birthday party on, uh, Saturday and I spent all of Sunday recovering. <clears throat> so we're recording on Monday cause I was, it was a yeah, really, I was still time, vomiting. Though. Yeah, I was perched up there like a gargoyle fucking winning beer pong. It was dope. Anyway, <laughs> we'll talk about what? it later. <sighs> You're yeah. not allowed to sit on the table in beer uh, I wasn't pong. Sitting, I, was, I may be I on other I, tables. I was standing on a different table, my friend. <laughs> I had sneak attacks to perform. <laughs> uh, so our name question uh, today has a lot to do with D&D. Uh, we, we we all picked uh, four MLS players to play D&D with. Uh, who are they and what are their classes? Uh, so so as the old person here, I'm going to go first. Okay. Um, so I, uh, Stephen, you'll know this, but I believe a lot in um, tabletop games ability to kind of show us who we are, you know, uh, kind of enlighten mm-hmm. them. Okay. Uh, something about ourselves uh, when you make characters and when you play as them. Uh, and I'm assuming that the four sure. people that I picked here, I've never played Dungeons and Dragons. So I've picked their classes for them, of course. And I've tried to embody who they are as a person um, with their classes so that it's an easy transition to make so they can really get into it. Right. Um, sure. So I have built this off of the standard kind of four man band trope uh, because I think that works a okay. lot. So I've got um, so I've got like a, a leader, um, like a scoundrel, um, like the big guy and the smart guy. Who do you guys want to hear first? I um, want to hear what your MLS scoundrel is. OK, so we'll start with my rogue then. So. uh the rogue is my favorite class because I am a trash person and I <laughs> like to destroy everything. Um, sure. So this kind of hurt me um, to have to pick because I hate this person. But I think the, the, the biggest scoundrel uh, con artist in MLS is Dom Dwyer. <laughs> 
Okay. So, so uh, I, I think he's a good rogue. I think he can really get into this role because he's he's dangerous if he's clo- in close range. You know, if, mm-hmm. he, if he's right there in the 18, he, he can usually make something happen. Um, of course, we all know Don Dwyer as being not above a little bit of skullduggery. Uh, he is an infinite diver and a total cunt. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he's kind of hot, though. Which I, mm. which is like a really, really good rogue try. Literally has that roguish charm. Yeah, like oh. it's everything you want in a rogue. He's not, he's not above being uh, a dirty asshole. He's really good close range, and he's actually pretty attractive. Uh, so the charisma points are there, the dexterity's there, and so is just the ability to be an absolute shitter. Um, and maybe this is a, a long shot hope, but maybe he'll bring Sydney LaRue along and I'll mm. get to like, you know, just be in the same her. room with yeah, her. Honestly, just breathe the air that she, she breathes would be nice. I, I just have to use this time to remind everyone that I did have a conversation with her one time. Wait, so. what? It, it, she missed a shot at a game and I said, keep it up, Sydney, you'll get the next one. And she looked at me weirded out and confused, but then she scored later. So you're welcome, everybody. <laughs> wow. well, that was so the I'm opposite of what he was saying or what he was yeah, thinking that he just died. That's a, that's 100% not a conversation. But, I know. You know I'm 100%, yes. <laughs> but it's the closest I'll get. Yeah, it's true. Uh, <laughs> unless you're here for one of these she's a guest. where she's totally coming. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, do you guys want my yeah, hero, sure. my smart guy, or my big guy? Give me a smart guy. Give me a smart guy. Yeah, okay, ooh, cool. I agree. Um, so a lot. Uh, I'm guessing you guys probably went with wizards. Um, but I think wizards are fucking tired, right? I'm done with wizards. They're not really that cool. So I went with a warlock uh, instead, and my warlock's gonna be played by no other than Run DMB, the one, the only, Demarcus Beasley. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and this is pretty much 100% based. I don't know what he's like, but it's 100% based on the fact that he's clearly already sold his soul to some otherworldly power. Uh, <laughs> and that's pretty much the entirety of a warlock. Like, there's no reason he should be playing right now and apparently doing well. He's the captain of that fucking squad. Yeah. He's the captain. Uh, and well, he's doing a job. Maybe a little uh, late to be uh, saying that he's doing well. I think he just got injured. Okay. Well, <laughs> now he's going to have plenty of time off to come role play with, with me, uh, Dom Dwyer, my hero, uh, who is a ranger. I'm going hero next. Mm-hmm. Um, Ranger's good for this because, you know, you, you want like a, someone who can kind of go in and out of melee, uh, depending on what the scenario uh has and i think the ranger is a good hero kind of person because a ranger can pretty much do anything um which is why i've chosen diego valeri as my as my ranger slash hero guy um so he's already the captain of the timbers uh so he's got that leadership uh quality um he can take long shots score and uh moving close score he's pretty much a diamond everywhere uh because he's really fucking good uh, the language, there might be a language issue. I'm not sure if Diego Valeri actually speaks English very well. Hmm. Do we have do we have okay. numbers on that. We have he might be that? able to get his animal companions to translate. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, Sick. he chooses like a like an owl or something. Yeah. Oh, for sure, Owls for sure. Smart because they got that int score. Yeah. Um, 
And I think a hero should be uh, Dees Hot. And uh, Diego Valeri already kind of looks like he's come out of the woods, which I think is a prerequisite of being a uh, Timbers player. Um, <laughs> but he's like, I just came out of the brush in a hot way. Now I'm like, a, I haven't bathed in three weeks and I barely speak English right. anymore. A kind of way, not oh, okay. an accurate way, right? Yeah, just a nicely <laughs> presented way, exactly. And since D and D is really just a power fantasy for nerds, uh, I think that works yeah. out really well. Um, oh, okay. Now, uh, speaking of barely speaking English, um, I've chosen my uh, warrior, my big guy, um, is one hundred percent based on what we just heard earlier at the top of the pod, because my barbarian is Wayne Rooney. Yep. 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 Oh my! I mean, God. If, if you look at the guy, he's clear or listen to him. You know, if, mm-hmm. if, if you're if you're deaf, you know it. If you're blind, you know it. Wayne Rooney is already a half orc. Oh yeah, he's hundred oh, yeah. percent there. Uh, I'm worried because of his uh, low int score IRL that he might eat the character sheet. <laughs> but <laughs> but you know we can work around that. I'm pretty much just going to put some dice in his hand and hope that things. You know, don't go downhill from there. Um, yeah, you know, give him a handful of D12s and he'll be productive. Exactly. That's pretty much what you want uh, to do when you've got Wayne Rooney at the table is just <laughs> give him some very pointy things and, and hope that he doesn't jam them in your face. Uh, <laughs> or his own. The, the one problem here is that there's going to be a definite language issue. There's no yeah. way of getting around yeah. that. English is not his first language. So... <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do about that. Uh, but yeah, that's my party. Uh, I, th- I think it's going to be a good wow. table. I like it. Yeah. I like it okay. a lot. Evan, who do you got? Um, well, I'll. this is the part where I uh, admit something here. Uh, 98% of my tabletop RPG gaming hours were sunk into the Star Wars tabletop oh, okay. RPG. Oh, okay. Um, that's all right. So... I had to learn everything I know about D&D classes by the Kotaku.com article, <laughs> How to Choose Your D&D Character Class. <laughs> I love that. So, um, you know, not not going to be as uh, in-depth with the analysis here as, as Mike, but um, I do. I am pretty confident that I've got a good squad. Right. I do rely a little bit heavier on X players, though. Okay. So uh, if you'll they give me a little bit of leeway there. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. Time to do it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, so first off, um, you know, I wanted to pick, I wanted to pick somebody who was going to be good with the melee, you know, good in the, um, I'm sorry, I just came from rugby. So my, the first words to my mind are first good in the ruck, you know, they're, they're good and good, good to get down and get dirty. Sum it up um, good. So mm. exactly. Yeah, sure. Um, and, uh, so, so I've chosen Danny O'Rourke to be my fighter. Oh. Um, uh, Kotaku.com says a fighter is a master of martial combat skilled with a variety of weapons and armor. Um, Danny O'Rourke is really good at fouling with both his left and right foot, sometimes <laughs> both of the time. So, um, so I, I feel like he's a really good fit for that. This is bullshit. Um, You've and, got sources. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have experience. Um, so, uh, so my, my second one, uh, here, uh, I chose a sorcerer because it says a spellcaster who draws on inherent magic from a gift or bloodline. Mm. Um, and nobody has leaned harder on his bloodline than Michael Bradley. Um, oh, okay. so, 
So uh, even even if you might not, when you're watching him, see the inherent magic uh, that's referenced here, uh, it's it's pretty clear that his bloodline is it has kind of made him the the, the sorcerer that he is today, right. in that he somehow manages to still be an MLS starter and a national team main, mainstay. Yeah, he'll look good in a uh, cowl despite... too with that with the bald head. He'll look pretty yeah. scary sorcery. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so I don't know a lot about D&D but I do know that uh certain classes are completely useless. Okay. Um so um just uh so I wanted a bard on my team. Oh. And when oh, I think man, completely useless and <laughs> well when i think completely useless and i think mls i think will johnson um so i'm very excited to have will johnson aboard as my bard um and then uh finally uh i wanted uh to just to kind of somebody who kind of rounds me out really well um somebody who brings both the the wisdom side of things and the dexterity um, so I wanted a monk on my side. Um, Ooh. Kotaku Ooh. again says a monk is a master of martial arts, harnessing the power of the body in the pursuit of physical and spiritual perfection. And no one embodies this more than Jonathan Mensa, mm. uh, who is equally skilled at both playing soccer and quoting the Bible on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely the physical spiritual yeah. combination <laughs> ah, yeah. you would okay. want to see out of your monk. That's, yeah, so that's those, those are my four. Yeah. War priest would work well too. Like a, like Yo, a yeah. war priest isn't even priest. stupid article. No, it's like a, a, lot it's just a cleric that that you know focuses more on the smacky than than, than the. Oh. I'm pretty sure yeah. my band played with a band called War Priest. Oh, <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Music apparently because that website <laughs> deleted a bunch of music. God damn it. Rip. Um, uh. all right. So I'm actually changing one of mine up because I forgot that I had this idea uh, and I just remembered nice. it. So I'm pretty happy about that. Um, I'm going with an entire uh, Columbus crew cast. Oh, Ooh. Um, but they are not all current Columbus crew players. That, okay. They're all still active players, but not all of them on the crew anymore. That is what uh, our boy Evan would call a heel turn. I'm learning. Uh, yeah, no, that's yeah. a face turn, my friend. A what? A face turn. Oh, whatever. I'm oh. not learning. Fuck you. <laughs> is, it, is it because in your mind, supporting the crew is not a heel move? Yes, exactly. Supporting the crew okay. is the hero move. Okay, okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> um... So I, I have a lot of similar classes that Evan did. Um, in fact, I also have a Will, who's a bard, mm. uh, because who better to play a bard than someone who has a sister that teaches choir? Oh, so Will Trap okay. is going to be my bard and probably the leader. Um, and he's going to get a whole bunch of singing lessons, thinking it's going to help him out. It won't at all, because that's not how Dungeons & Dragons work. But <laughs> Will doesn't know that yet. He's probably never played. <laughs> that's kind of cute. Um, you know who probably has played though is Ethan Finley, uh, oh, who is definitely. a documented <laughs> nerd. Uh, <laughs> Finley, I'm really happy about having at the table because he's gonna one, he's gonna be the one that's read his character rules and everybody Ooh, else's to smart. help the GM. Yeah, yeah. Um, he might argue Finley's, with you though. Oh uh, yeah, probably he, he will. He does. Ass. 
he uh he's what mls player union yeah. uh Ooh, representative he so he's oh. definitely got some argument yeah, into him definitely. oh i like it um, you better watch your but fucking that's, rule sets hey you know what if it helps the group and the players i'm for it uh so i i have finley being a ranger because mm. i think he would probably want to play a high damage class without going super meta on it mm-hmm. so i imagine him being a melee dual wielding ranger class okay okay Makes sense. Um, you have to have a spellcaster, and uh, to your chagrin, Mike, I actually didn't use a wizard. Oh, fuck. Um, I went with sorcerer, Ooh. and I thought to myself, who better to be a sorcerer in Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> someone that's a sorcerer in yeah. real life. Yeah. Yes, sorcerer people. <laughs> How did I not think about that? Oh <laughs> fuck! Your human mind cannot grasp. Oh. No, no. He he pretty much dominates everything that happens. That's good. Um, and yeah, his, his sorcerer magic. He obviously plays a chaos sorcerer because we cannot grasp what he's about to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and and it's pretty brilliant. Um, finally, this. Last pick wasn't really about the class. It was more about the player. Uh, every Dungeons and Dragons group has that guy. <laughs> that guy that makes it hard for you to show up. You really don't want to be there playing with him. And it's probably ultimately the reason why the session stop happening. <laughs> oh my so God. that is why I had to go with Kai Kamara. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I see you too have picked Tom Dwyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't tell you what class Kai would play because he would probably change it two or three times in the <laughs> session, depending on what's going to be the best for him. And also he's going to make sure that the stories are all about him. He's going to oh be the main God. character in every single plot and everyone else is going to either have to go along with it or, you know, kick him out and reform the group. Oh man, I can't wait to see the, the R D and D subreddit thing where, where it's another one of those. What was the craziest stories at your table? And it's like, uh, yeah, my my soccer or my group of soccer players broke apart because one of the players literally picked up another dude's uh, character sheet and said, "No, I'm playing this one now. No, this is mine." <laughs> Even when the GM told him not to, and that that's not something you can do. <laughs> oh God, Kai. Yep. Ah. So there we go. Those are our, those are our guys. Excellent. Yeah, pretty good. I, I completely forgot about sorcerer people. I thought that up a few. Uh, a few days ago and i was like oh that's brilliant and i didn't write it down like an idiot <laughs> no that was really good that was really good i'm probably not voting for myself this week and that's okay. <laughs> i'm sure all of my fans will vote for me this week so it won't matter right fans? all of your fans with multiple accounts uh if i can confess something real quick guys I thought we was like against the rules to vote for ourselves, so I definitely <laughs> haven't voted for myself yet. But now that I know we're allowed to, y'all are fucked. I don't believe that at all. <laughs> I voted for myself one time, and I still lost. So I was like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> I never vote for myself either. This competition doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> all right, make make. Make a charisma check on that bluff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're probably done with Dungeons and Dragons, at least for the rest of this show. Oh, uh, but before we move on, someone please oh, invite shit. me to your Dungeons and Dragons crew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, are awesome. you asking us or the fans? 
I'm I'm asking literally anyone out okay, there. Cool. Please invite me to your Dungeons and Dragons group. <laughs> he needs to learn, folks. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so we'll move on to club updates and match talk and that jazz. Now, um, this is something that we haven't really noted before because we never really thought it would be an issue. Because again, we haven't really thought this fucking podcast through. Um, True. But it's it's you know better late than never. Time to mention it now. Um, so we're going to discuss the teams based on anyone standing standings. Oh. Standings. Okay. <laughs> I thought you disconnected. Not that yeah. you were waiting for an answer. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was really hoping for a groan there. That's a- <laughs> Uh, there it is all right just edit that in (laughs) edit it that in why would you get a groan from me i'm all about this this week i I didn't think about that until like last night and i was like oh i know it's gonna piss evan off really bad (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we're gonna discuss cincy first uh cincinnati one evan did you hear about this cincinnati i i watched it yeah cincinnati beat the 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 New England Revolution uh, 2-0 uh, at New England. That's an Big away deal. victory. We did that too. That's an away mm. win. Mm-hmm. Hey, quick question. How many goals have your wingers scored? I heard um, you have a pretty expensive one. Um, uh, he scored one against Which- you guys. <laughs> nice. Preseason. What do you think it does? Uh, so speaking of winger scoring, uh, Mane uh, found the goal in the 44th minute, assisted by uh, Safe Kenny Safe, uh, who then scored with an assist from Mane in the 65th. Uh, so those two are working well together. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. some chemistry. It was, it was fun to watch. Yeah, honestly, that that was kind of like I didn't write it down, but that was kind of the main thing that stood out for me from that game is. We looked like a real soccer team, and when we were winning, I wasn't constantly anxious. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I still thought that we were probably going to get uh, scored on, mm-hmm. which never ended up happening. But, um, uh, I mean, when when you look at the uh, halftime talk uh, that, what's this fuck, Friedel gave, um, it was completely off base from what was happening in the match. What did he like, say? Hmm. Uh, he said that Cincinnati were a team that were just looking to waste time as much as they have, win huh. second balls, and catch you on the counter when we uh, outpossessed them, outshot, and outpassed them. Mm. Like, well, that's not what happened at all, sir. Wow. Not a very good coach. Why? What you, you could think that? probably take out very good. <laughs> I don't know if he's actually a coach. Yeah, I, I looked at the um, post match thread uh, a couple of times because um, they were like thirty of them. Because of course, FC Cincinnati has to have their own. Then there's one on MLS. There's probably one. And there were a lot of them. Anyway, but the, yeah. a lot of the New England player or, or fans were saying that it looks like he's completely lost the dressing room, which I'm not sure he mm. ever had it because he hasn't even been there that long. So <laughs> right. Yeah. Hashtag bald fraud. Uh, a little little tidbit from uh, Fots Arthur. That's a friend of the show. That's what that means. So thank you, Fots oh, Arthur, okay. for this one. Um, FCC now have seven goals by seven different goal scorers. However, none of them have been scored by the only player making seven figures. 
So, uh, Mike, I know this caught your eye because of the fun with the number seven. So I just wanted to give you a couple other fun things that might appeal to you with the number seven. Um, Yeah, just uh, just to tease your brain around. There are seven letters in both forward and Madison. Um, (laughs) 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 There there are also uh, seven letters in Go Mingo, which is the tattoo that you will get after you win the Flamingos for a Year uh, contest. This is my favorite stat segment I've ever heard of any show ever. I really didn't think that Evan and me were going to be the ones with the rivalry on this podcast. So I just like how how hard Ford Madison's throwing their hat into the ring. They like every single tweet we tag them in. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we could just like tweet them and be like, hi, and they'd like it. They might not respond, but they'd like it. Oh, yeah. yeah. they, They know what's up. All right, so uh, dragging us back to the fucking point of this fucking podcast. <laughs> fuck the flamingos. Uh, Steven, did you already give your three, two, one uh, up there at the top? No, no, I'll go, okay. I'll, I'll go ahead and do it real Hit quick. Um, FCC have a chance to make a name for themselves. That, that That's kind of my point right now. Um, it, with this second win, you know, a lot of people thought that the game that we played on Sunday was our first chance of getting any points at all um it ended up being our seventh point Mm -hmm. that's huge um obviously we're in second place right now in the east there's games in hand mls is a shit league whatever whatever (laughs) um but we are doing way better than what's expected of us now next game we're gonna play philadelphia at home and despite what happened in the crew match philadelphia are excuse me are a pretty shit team we have a chance to beat them at home yeah. Then we play Kansas City, a very, very good team. Mm-hmm. However, they have Champions League matches three days before uh-huh. and four days after the FCC game. So mm. both of those matches are at home. We have a chance to pick up six more points or even three or four more points from this streak and be completely destroying expectations, yeah. even more than we already are. And people that the, the Players on this club are so fucking bought in to Koch right now and his system. They are fighting their hearts out for this. So uh, um, avoiding a complete disaster? I don't know. We're, we're looking like a real soccer team. Yeah, actually, it, it, we actually looked pretty good playing out there, which I was really surprised by. Like, You guys are, mm-hmm. as a neutral, a really fun team to watch. Weirdly. That is such a surprise. As much as yeah. it pains me to say it, you guys are a fun team to watch. It's pains you as a it's neutral? It's been really fun. <laughs> yeah, it's, I swear been... I don't care about you guys. I swear. <laughs> All right. Now you're the podcast for Columbus. Um, <laughs> it's It's been really fun watching them completely strangle and kill attacks. Like... Uh, people must be so frustrated playing against us right now. Like when we played against Atlanta and everyone's like, Oh wow. Atlanta couldn't get, you know, many shots or attacks off. What, 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 what was going on with the team? And then we played against Portland. They couldn't get a goal off. We played against revs. I mean, two clean sheets in a row. Um, the revolution game, they only had two shots on target and they came within 10 seconds of each other. Like that's, that is frustrating Mm -hmm. for players for sure. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That that's that's my point right now. Not really about the game, but we we have a chance to uh, 
playoffs are almost looking likely. Well, which would oh, be it's crazy. Early. It's early. I, it's, oh, it's early, it, buddy. It's, it's really hey, early. No, no, no. It is really early, but these this is the hardest stretch of our schedule. So, like, hmm. if we do great right now and just are mediocre from the year, seven people make it in. Yeah. Or eight, nine people. Who knows? Like, I That's think true. literally everybody but San Jose gets <laughs> to go to the playoffs. <laughs> All the Eastern Conference team. <laughs> So, uh, you know what? If if we're one or two spots away, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, we were we were talking uh, you know, at the beginning of when we first made this podcast about what our expectations were and it was pretty much on all sides just like for both teams like we're just we're just happy to be here, but it sure would yeah. be nice if we made a playoff run. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, it's it's looking like both teams might do that. Uh, Evan, what did you think? You actually watched this game? I did. I did. Um, aside from what I've uh, what I've already mentioned and just like being surprised at how much fun I've been having watching FCC play this season. Um, my only question uh, for you two who understand MLS, uh, you know, uh, ins and outs a little bit better than That's I a do. Bold is, statement. is there well, is there a way for you for y'all to get out of the TT contract? Oh, um, you mean um the the goalkeeper no no and that's fine that that's not an issue i'm just thinking like with the the international slot Mm -hmm. like i didn't know if you guys loaned him out to a usl side does that open up your international slot because he's clearly not getting starting that's a really good question well he's injured he's injured right now yes he's actually um uh, apparently he was injured during the Seattle game. Huh. Um, oh. and, and they wanted to give him a run of form, um, which ended up being a bad call. I don't think anyone expected uh, Richie to be doing as well as he has he's been. been yeah. Yeah. He's been a monster. That double save was um, fucking phenomenal. I thought both of those were going to be goals. Like, especially when the ball ended yeah. up behind him and then it was like in his paws. And yeah. I was like, Mr. Richie, what has happened? Maybe he should be my warlock. Fuck. And I mean, honestly, look back at the one goal that Atlanta got. It was kind of a fluke shit goal. Mm. Like, sure. there's there's a chance that we could be talking about a team that has nine points right now. You know, mm. um, obviously, you know, ifs and buts and all of that, they could have scored three more. Yeah. Um, but but Richie has certainly stepped up to the occasion. And sometimes that's all a goalkeeper needs. It's a position yeah. that doesn't get very much rotation. Um, yeah. Honestly, for me, it's totally fine if he's the starting spot and we're still playing uh teton mm-hmm. his salary because then we're gonna have a, someone that is extremely motivated in the u.s open cup to win back his spot oh. and that is still something that gets people in the champions mm-hmm. league so let's fucking go for it <laughs> all right all right had to have high high hopes for the season mm-hmm. uh we're gonna win the treble <laughs> We're not winning the treble. That's not a take. We're going to win the Canadian championship. (laughs) You guys win the treble and I quit this podcast. (laughs) That makes sense. I wouldn't let you get a word in. I would just be hollering (laughs) and hooping the entire time. Or like you spend the next season just talking about how you're totally from Cincinnati anyway, so you've been a fan the whole time. I would be (laughs) as annoying as Dakota is every day on Twitter. (laughs) Oh, boo. <laughs> All right. Just kidding, Dakota. Friend I love of the you. Fucking show, Dakota. <laughs> Fuck 
Fots. Fots Dakota. Yes, Fots. Uh, so, so I thought um, that it might actually be a good thing that we don't have any real stars on the team uh, because it looks like everyone's pretty motivated to get involved and just put a shift in. Uh, yeah. Forrest Lasso's player Audi, in, Audi player index, whatever the fuck that thing is, so his like uh, FICO score, but for players, I don't know, <laughs> is like in the high 700s, even though he's played one game. Uh, and that's a pretty good FICO score. So that's, that is a pretty good FICO score. <laughs> that's, I, I really am so thrilled for Forrest that he had a great game. Yeah. A lot of people um, that played on USL for Cincinnati were people that started off in MLS clubs. They were draft picks. Mm-hmm. They had a few games and then came down to the USL level. That was not the path Forrest took. He played for his hometown USL team mm. um, and and worked his way up, uh, came to Cincinnati from that hometown team, made uh, the MLS contract, gets in there, clean sheet on his very first MLS game. He got like 11 clearances really? or something like that. Like dear he Lord bald all over it. And it was on the road. Like, like you gotta be happy for the kid. Yeah, for sure. Honestly, and that's, kind of a that kid. is dope. And he shares my birthday. Oh, wow. So I'm basically, I know it's rad. That is the stats really that cute. matter. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, as an aside, I think, I think, um, Soccer ability determining your FICO score sounds exactly like one of the answers we would have for the question. So uh, I'm going to put that one in the pocket for later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Throw that one in the hopper. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, everyone's looked, looked like they're excited to be there, which is a pretty far cry from what we saw in preseason and the, and the first game. So I'm, I'm pretty happy to see that. Uh, I also really enjoy this troll maneuver by Koch that he's ha- doing at like the end of a lot of the games where he just like puts in someone from USL like, oh, but this guy too, like Ledesma came in at the <laughs> end and uh, almost scored off a free kick. Like, All right, Koch, give him a run out. <laughs> uh, uh, at the end of the Portland game? Uh, no, he came out at the end of the Reds game. Or did he, he start? No, he started. Who, who he started. Yeah, oh, he... I'm thinking of Bone. Corbin Bone. Came yeah, yeah, Corbin yeah, yeah, Bone. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that was my favorite part of the Portland game is when he sent in Ledesma just to flex on yeah. Portland. That was awesome. <laughs> I did the same thing with Bone uh, uh, last game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I see you. I see you. you you've yeah. learned about uh, starting the USL guys when you don't have to. <laughs> just put them on at the right. end for, for a few minutes. <laughs> uh, another stat that I really enjoyed uh, was that Cincinnati have not played a home or have not played a game yet uh, that's not on a football field. So there's 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 no real <laughs> soccer fields that Cincinnati have played on in MLS. Yeah. That's pretty funny. This this is actually something that um, me and and DJ had a brief Twitter conversation about earlier in the year. Is I we, obviously we know we're going to be playing on Nipper and there's so many football stadiums in MLS and turf stadiums. Um, I think that is very intentional of why Koch built this squad. Um, so many of our guys are just built with crazy pace and the balls, you know, on, on turf just go much farther than they mm. do on grass. I, I think that was an intentional move because knowing that we're going to have that home field advantage at Nippert, I would not be shocked at all when we open up our stadium if we see a completely different strategy. Interesting. That's cool. Interesting. We'll see. 
And this is uh, Alan Koch, who has now won half of the Coach of the Week awards in MLS for this year. Jeez. Stats. Get them awards. Stats. Get them awards. Stats. Uh, uh, okay. We're almost done talking about Cincinnati. God, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, I, I will also just uh, give a shout out to Emery Welshman, who's currently on loan. Uh, but he scored a game-winning goal to send Guyana to their first international tournament. They will be playing in the Gold Cup. That has got to be the coolest yeah, shit. Yeah, that's ever. really that's rad. Good. So that's got to feel good. Props to him. I hope they do well. Uh, I'm sure Evan's hoping that they beat the U.S. if oh, they play each other because he's officially uh, heel on that on a spec. Oh my god. Um, oh, fuck the U.S. But yeah, props to Emery Welshman. Yeah, it's happening. We keep talking about wrestling. Ooh, <laughs> holy shit! Both Cincy and crew had players get game winners in international matches. We, Ohio really is the best state yeah, for soccer. All right, let's talk about People the crew. Been saying it. Uh, okay, so crew crew went to Philadelphia. I'm pretty sure all of us were predicting a blowout, and we were right, just for the wrong yeah. team. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Philly balled on the crew. Uh, a com scored in the 31st and the 41st, and then uh, Ilshino mm-hmm. scored in the 48th. Um, now, I didn't get to watch the, uh, this game because I was getting way too drunk at my party. I did mm-hmm. request that the game get put on one of the televisions, and the bartender, whose name was also Mike, said, yeah, no problem, and then he didn't do it, and then I forgot. Uh, Good work, Mike. So the crew are down by three goals, and I was like, "The crew are winning by three goals," and he's like, "Worse." <laughs> the opposite of that, and I was like, "What?" And uh, yeah, that yeah. that turned out to be a real thing. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I watched the highlights. I didn't get to get to see any of the actual game, um, but the goals were shit. Like, yeah, boy. Can, can, can we just go ahead and jump into Evan's point? Because I love what it says. In our <laughs> yeah, what happened to our brains? Yeah. Um. So really, the, the biggest turnaround for me in watching this team this year versus years past has been the confidence with which we've played the game. We've been aggressive. We've been taking taking the game to other teams. And we showed that for maybe the first eight minutes of this match. Okay. And from then on, we were playing on our heels. Our uh, Even before they started scoring against us, we had players yelling at each other, walking up and down the pitch. It seemed like we looked totally defeated, and I have no idea why. Um, and then my hope was going into the locker room at halftime, okay, Caleb Porter's going to scream at them. Um, something's going to click, and at least we'll stop the bleeding, maybe get a, a goal or two on our side. But no, we played the exact same way in the second half. And I have no idea when we haven't crumpled against much more talented teams, why we have just completely fallen apart against the Philly fucking union. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's now, very scary to me. I, 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 I'm not trying to rub anything in legitimately. This is me asking a legit <laughs> question. The best team you guys have probably played was New York and they played their B team. Sure, but I would yeah. I'd say the New York B team's a stronger side than Philadelphia on paper. That was I yeah. agree, but you're also at home. Like I yeah. I'm starting to get a little worried about yeah. crew. They've only had two goal scorers. It's not great when your center back uh has half of your team's mm-hmm. goals. Yeah. Um yeah. and I mean this is we talked about this in our preseason episode. Uh Evan, you uh said that the the goals 
uh, have come. <laughs> that, that is the era that we are in. Oops. Um, <laughs> they, they, to but, be fair, but, the goals but, did come. The goals did come. They, yeah, they did. Yeah, it, it the the well dried up very quickly. Yeah. Um, but I I just I get so worried about Columbus's attacks when only one person can score mm. and right now technically that Zardes uh there's no way that Sorrow is going to keep up with his um uh a goal scoring yeah, sure uh, no of course Santos does have two assists which gives him the assist leader right um so that's productive I'm not expecting if, if he keeps assisting that's mm-hmm. great but I just what is the attacking plan? I, yeah. I honestly you know? I honestly don't know because before it seemed like Rubinho was uh, in, in weeks prior, Rubinho was this great utility tool. Rubinho came out there and played absolute shit football. So I have. Oh, did he? I've, yeah. Yeah. I Rubinho didn't look good. Clark didn't look no. good. I mean, it was. But to be honest, it, the, it, the, the fault of the goals that came against us, that was all on our regular starters. Yes, that was what I was going to say. And, that's the really scary thing. It's yeah. not like, oh, well, we were missing Trap and and Stefan, and that's why that goal went in. No, that mm-hmm. that, that was mental errors on yeah. our part. I mean, uh, uh, on, I on those highlights. I do think Stefan saves a few of oh, those. Though. No kidding. No, sure, no, but Stefan is yeah. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, he's he's Mr. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Like, um, right. I think both both of Akam's goals came from the right, um, where a full plays. Mm. Uh, Right, if if I'm if I'm not yes. wrong about that, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Is, is as being where they've where they've come from, and he has not been scoring apparently. Um, and w- what's really funny is that when I was looking for the highlights, um, I came across uh, an article about the union saying that hashtag dupe could be uh, in real trouble with a depleted squad due to international duty, and I was like. Oof. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because um, that's what people were saying about the crew. Yeah. And and right. if it's kind of evens with, with players being out, that is, that does not say really good things about the crew at all, especially like no. you said, the, the, the goals were, were due to, you know, defensive lapses uh, by, by the back four. And, I mean, Hector Jimenez might not usually get the start, but he's not exactly a shitty left back. Uh, nope. But I, I agree with Steven. Uh, Zach absolutely saves those two goals that Bendik just forgot he was allowed <laughs> to dive for. Like, uh, yeah, I, I think there's a goals. pretty, pretty good reason why Orlando did so shitty last year. Um, Bendik is just not a, a MLS first team goalkeeper. No. Um, and I'm, I mean, Zach Steffen's yeah. leaving. Like that's that that's happening. a thing we already yep. know about it. So I'm I'm extremely anxious. I hope that this game has shown Porter um, that they need to go out and get a replacement. Yeah. For yeah. Um. So so my uh my three two one take was um kind of kind of about this um first team issue that Stephen kind of alluded to. Um. Because if you look at the link that I put in there, where uh, the crew have showed you know, who was starting, uh, except for the, for the back, uh, for the center backs there, that spine looks pretty different. <laughs> I mean, Iguain's yeah. still mm-hmm. there. Uh, Artur is there, but th- there are three parts of that, of that, uh, spine that look very, very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm guessing Patrick Mullins didn't do much. 
I I also have to say I feel like Artur has regressed. He yeah. he does not seem like he has any interest in attacking at all or going one on one with defenders. Um, and it it, it just crew just looks so passive. Mm-hmm. They just look so passive all the time. Um, even when they're clearly the better mm-hmm. team, and it is just frustrating as I hell think, to watch. I think I'm not really that surprised by that, really, uh, because. You know, we were talking earlier in the season about how Caleb Porter has, you know, a more more of an attacking mentality. He wants to go at teams, whereas Berhalter wants mm-hmm. to control games. Um, I bet that there is somewhat of a difficulty getting the players out of that mindset. Um, sure, there's going to be a learning curve. Exactly. So yeah. I, I bet there, there's a lot going on where, where you know, they're thinking – we win when I sit back. We, we, we win when we control games. And Porter's like, do do the fucking thing. Go go, go do the thing, which is why you see right. Iguain everywhere, because that's what he does yeah. when things aren't going the way Iguain wants them to, is he shows up where he shouldn't be instead of right. you know waiting for the ball to come to him. Yeah, um, he was dropping between the center backs last yeah. week, and it was driving me nuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, crew, the crew lose when the crew don't know what the other – uh, what their teammates are doing, you know, like when yeah. they're when they're in sync, the crew destroy. When they're out of sync, they do not do very well. <laughs> uh, and with so much of that spine gone, uh, that's not a real surprise that that they weren't in sync. You know, we we see that with we, we saw that with Burhalter sides is you you replace yeah. a couple pieces and the whole the whole thing falls apart because they don't have any experience in the system, you know. I, I think I think it's very apparent right now that there's um like Evan said a learning mm-hmm. curve. Um, crew have not dominated any regular season game. The the game that they had the highest uh, goal differential on was the Revolution match, and I think everyone came away thinking that was still a pretty shit mm-hmm. game. Um, I think this is going to be a team that's going to get much better as the year goes mm-hmm. on. But I totally agree with you that only when their first team yeah. is in there. Yeah. Uh, it's I I had I'll, I'll I'll bring this up. I posted this um before the season start. It was the 1st of March on uh, Reddit, so you know it's uh, real and true and uh, meaningful. Um but my predictions for the year was that New York Red Bulls probably going to win the cup and mm-hmm. the shield. I had Crew winning the Open Cup, uh Sporting Kansas City going farthest in the <laughs> CCL, nailed it. Um and FCC making the playoffs. Um, I know those, those are a little bit wet and wild, but <laughs> honestly, with the way crew have played without their starters, that open cup prediction is probably yeah. wrong mm, as can they be. They don't go for it. Like, there's got to yeah. be a major shift. Yep. And I think I think that's why we saw Greg pretty much just toss the cup in the trash the the first moment he could. It's because he was not worried about whoever the the – backup striker was i mean how how many backup strikers did crew go through in in berhalter's sure, tenure yeah. a, a, oh, yeah. a a couple of them and some some of those players were not bad uh like not no. not often. i mean schoenfeld tears it up like no. he didn't for columbus yeah. but he is destroying in the league he's playing in right now and every time i get to see highlights of him on twitter i get mm-hmm. so excited they're allergic to celery over there in israel mm-hmm. yes so <laughs> except i will say that bear halter went 
almost all in for the FCC Hell is Real match. I will never let people forget God that. damn it. It is bullshit. God it is bullshit it. that they played a team of second streeners. They had multiple people making more than our team Wait, combined. hold on. Who, who said you were... Because I remember being really excited that he was basically playing all starters. Um, yeah. Uh, a lot of people said that after the oh, match no, was that's over. Yeah, you you guys that. beat our A team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 for sure yeah iguain was out there on turf yeah Nippert, right so. for the whole mm-hmm. of it yeah fucking bananas. and angry <laughs> yeah 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 he was mad will was angry yeah. too anyway yeah i digress uh, yeah so uh so Zardes scored the scored the game winner uh in ecuador uh yeah Com- completely on purpose meant to do it <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> just, just the way we drew it up lads <laughs> yeah there's there's mm. nothing like a deflection that chips the keeper, but first going 90 feet in the air. That's that's how you yeah. know his shot was meaningful. That's what we call one of those standard Burhalter goals. We've <laughs> 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 seen it so many times. <laughs> a bunch of wacky shit happens, and then Zardes ends up with a goal. Easy hey. peasy. Crew wear lemon squeezy. <laughs> At least they're fucking shooting. That has been like the number one difference between watching crew games and FCC games for me this year is that FCC players will shoot from literally anywhere and like a crew player will get the ball like on the spot and be like, I don't know. We could make four passes to maybe get a little bit better of a shot. Like shoot, shoot guys. Come on. Oh, so frustrating. It really is. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So, um, you guys have any any other thoughts before we no, move sir. on? I'm good. Okay, so we were talking a little bit about this uh, before we started um, recording because I don't know anything about this. So, Stephen, you're gonna have to give me some background. Uh, you've you got here. Nashville decided to to print a TIFO instead of painting it, like with a, with a printer, right? Um, I think it's less with a printer and more like they paid a lot of money for someone else to print it with like a giant like like those plastic banners that you can buy for companies. OK, OK. Yeah. OK, um, so it's not like one sheet at a time. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's nothing like that. So, like so basically, um, <laughs> which actually keep that in mind. We'll get back to that one. Um, so. Oh, so this started out uh, three days ago. There was a post in the Nashville subreddit um, that says there will be a TIFO from Memphis. Get to the stands early. Uh, it said we were able to get it printed. So a volunteer day for painting will not be necessary. The um, American soccer community across all uh, tiers did the reasonable thing and flipped the fuck out on them. Um, yeah, yeah. You would think that they killed someone is how angry people got about them having a printed TIFO. Um, people from MLS, obviously people from Cincinnati, because Nashville is supposed to be our rival for some stupid fucking reason. Um, and a lot of people in USL got angry about this. Um, so I, I, I guess I just wanted to talk about, you know, obviously plastic gets brought up so much in this sport and it's the worst fucking thing. Um, <laughs> if you guys were at a match and you were holding up a, a paid for and printed TIFO, would that impact at all the the match day experience for you? Um, I I want to say no with an asterisk, and I've got an asterisk here because um, I'm I'm just curious who who paid for the printing? Was it the 
was it the club or was it the supporters all chipped in? Did they did they mention that at all? Who was they, doing the, the paying? So yeah, they said we are able to get it printed, um, which makes me think it's supporters. Okay, yeah, that's that's what I thought too. Um, yeah, I I can I can't figure out why anyone would have an issue with that. Yeah, I I I completely agree with you. Um, it it, it seems. Like, like people are losing their minds about this. Um, uh, I, I, I don't know if you guys saw. Do you guys see the uh, Morgan Hughes thread about Tifo yet and all of that shit that he goes through uh, when trying to prepare? Yeah. Uh, uh, was this was this? Yeah, lately? this was when the or, yeah, it was, it was pretty recent. Half by, by the wind and the. Oh shit! No, I did not see this. Uh, can you can you give me a back a little, 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 little background? There we go. Uh, yeah, so basically, um, he was just talking about how much work and stress goes into preparing all of the banners at the Columbus yeah. Crew games. Okay. Um, there was one game where he was, I think it was last home game, uh, they were setting up and he was there on Friday night hanging banners, and it was an exceptionally uh, windy day, and the wind just tore one of the TIFO uh, banners in half. Just Jesus. like hours and hours of work, uh, completely irreparable. Uh, just destroyed in a second uh, because it was a little bit windy. Um, that sounds heartbreaking. It, it does sound heartbreaking. And <laughs> and the fact that there are these people that go and get together all the time to do it um, is is like it's special. Yeah. I think sure. people people treat TIFO as an expected thing. Oh, yeah. When it. It is still mind blowing what goes into it, and I say this mm. as someone who wants to go to a Tifo painting and hasn't been to one yeah, yet. Yeah, same. Like, yeah, like, like I, I really want to do this, and I can't find the time to. So the fact that you know, uh, tens to hundreds of supporters get together to do this and make it work mm-hmm. on sometimes really small turnarounds is yeah. extremely special. And personally, I, I think it's bullshit that people are shitting on Nashville for this. Um, okay. Because it maybe they don't have that resource or, you know, maybe like like uh, maybe what they need is one really fantastic looking printed TIFO to energize their fans like it it, to to go in and judge is just so shitty. And I think it's something that U.S. soccer has a really big issue with. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, Evan, do you have any thoughts on the matter? Yeah, I'm at the end of the day, I'm so sick and tired of the dick measuring that seems to (laughs) seems to make up about 80 percent of U.S. soccer fandom, whether it's comparing attendance, whether it's, um, you know, whose whose stadium is the loudest, you know, that it's fun to be in a loud stadium. But the fact that that gets discussed and talked about is just so beyond lame in my eyes. It's a it's yeah. a it's a complete waste of time and it's a purely masturbatory thing. Um, yeah, I think mm-hmm. it is it is such a beautiful thing that groups uh, what groups like Tifo Sweat and whoever whoever did that awesome Cincinnati banner um, that at the at your guys's home opener like um, uh-huh. I, it, that is that is just hundreds and hundreds of person hours and um, yeah, yeah and sure. it's it, when it I, I I respect the hell out of that but to say that that is that that must be the norm or that 
because some people go to those lengths, everyone must go to those lengths. It's just mm-hmm. it's it's so ridiculous. I, I I miss I miss being excited to just be able to watch high uh, high level soccer in this country and be I, I like the fact that in MLS by and large, like when you're passing through an airport and you see somebody in a Montreal jersey, like there's this instant kinship. I don't want to yeah, lose. The, I don't want to lose that as the league continues to grow and as, um, but because every time, every time the league grows and there's more energy, there seems to be more of this. I hate to use this word, but like soccer hipster bullshit that I don't need to deal with. Yeah, mm-hmm. it uh, it reminds yeah, me. Uh, it reminds me of a. Uh, I'm a I'm a big beer fan, beer drinker, and it reminds me of something. Um, one of my older and wiser drinking buddies once told me, and that was uh, beer snobs care about what you're drinking. Beer enthusiasts care about what they're drinking. Yeah. Like hmm. if, if you're really happy with your TIFO celebrate it, that's really yeah. cool. If you're really happy with your attendance, that's sweet. Leave everyone else the fuck alone. Right. They're yeah, doing their sure. own thing. Right. Yeah. Like there is no need to constantly rain on other people's parades mm-hmm. and it just makes it less fun to interact with everybody. Right. Oh yeah. No, I, can, I agree. This with is that. something we put so much love and time into. Let's have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I also really like the idea of going to a TIFO sweat or, or whatever the Cincinnati equivalent is, but it's something I'll probably never do because it's just not something that I'm interested in. Sure. Like when you get right down to it, like I've tried painting miniatures with friends before and stuff like that. Uh, and it's just, I just really, I I really hate paint. Like I really don't enjoy it at all, but I, but I really, I really respect the time that people put into that shit. And, and I, and I love seeing it. And I think I love it more from, from, from being far away, actually. Like, I think I would get frustrated and mad actually at one of these things, Hmm. uh, to be uh, quite honest with you, uh, because I'm a, I'm a baby person. Um, and I hate (laughs) being bad at things even for a, a minute. Uh, and I don't yeah. like doing things that I don't like. Um, so I really respect, you know, I will say, I will come out and say it. The crew have the best TIFO in um, all of MLS. Mm. Uh, that, uh, the, um, um, the, the TIFO versus uh, Mexico that, oh, uh, yeah. that all my crew fans, all my crew friends uh, made, that was probably one of the most awe inspiring moments of my life like watching that thing go up i've never felt more proud to be connected in some small way to the city of columbus Mm. and like knowing the people that made that thing i i really i really felt proud of that even though i had nothing to do with it um and i really wouldn't have cared if john zadar had just like mocked that up on a computer and then they'd all chipped in together gone you know to kinko's with five thousand dollars or whatever and then put the motherfucker up there that right. thing was beautiful yeah and i mean yeah. i i think it's cooler that that you know they, they did all this you know painting for it and everything but i don't really mind if if you know people are more casual or try hard about it because those words are fucking bullshit right like i think i think a lot of people like miss completely the fact that like some people only have so much they can care about something or only so much time to give you know, like, 
I, I, I don't want to act like I've got all this shit going on in my life because, you know, I raided World of Warcraft two or three <laughs> nights a week. So it's not like I couldn't give something up to go do something else. Sure. But like some people only have a finite amount to give to a single thing. You know what I mean? So, you know, even going to to a match every other uh, every other home game might be as try hard as someone can get you know they might be really really pushing themselves to even make that like i I know my girlfriend has a really hard time going to a lot of matches because that's a lot of people and she's extremely introverted sure uh Mm -hmm. so i i hate when people measure their involvement against other people's Mm -hmm. involvement or or anything like that because it's just it's just not the not what we should be doing and like the idea of casuals or bandwagon people uh you know, being a bad thing no, is just bring them in. Fucking awful. Yeah, exactly. Like that's how you get new people. <laughs> uh, and, and, and I will say I've talked about this a lot and gotten shit on it a lot um, by my Columbus friends, but that was something that turned me and Steve off uh, of crew fandom a lot is that, you know, even with, our, with uh, our friends, we encountered a lot of that, you know, kind of, uh, kind of behavior Mm. you know we were getting told all the time how much we shouldn't bitch about having to to drive up and down uh for for uh crew games and it was like all right um fuck you guys kind of you know yeah like like it it is a it is exhausting uh you know planning an entire weekend around one event that you can fucking take a uber to right motherfuckers you know hey listen i i hear it i i was doing that doing that to our drive to and from oxford on a regular basis so i i know that Mm -hmm. pain exactly and i I don't know i also just want to point out that uh if you wikipedia the word tifo it simply states first sentence tifo is the italian word for the phenomenon of supporting a sport team. Yeah. Prove to me that that is not what those people are doing. They are doing the best they can with what they have. Get off their fucking Mm -hmm. backs. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, I don't know if we were expecting some of us to like kind of disagree on this and have like a debate about it. Uh, So I apologize if anyone was just like, God, do I hate hearing three white people agree? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Like for 20 minutes, but but it's like <laughs> it's like you know like like I've like I've you know fucking droned on about a lot on this fucking podcast is like that's that the inclusion is the thing that I love most about this sport. I love that so many different kinds yeah, of right. people enjoy it. Do not fucking ruin it for right. me any more than the racism and the sexism and all the other fucking isms uh, already try to do. Like just let me enjoy this thing that other people are enjoying here's a fucking crazy concept if someone likes something that you like like that <laughs> enjoy right. that yeah you fucking assholes a hundred percent oh i never understand this it's like walking into a fucking gaming store and talking about how i actually don't play D that much anymore <laughs> <sighs> jesus christ I had to bring I it feel back like to D&D. Every now and then, our, our mid-show bit should just be retitled to The Lads Get Angry. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> it's so All true. All right. Uh, so, fuck everyone that's obnoxious. Uh, Shall we move on to That's So MLS? Yeah. Let's fucking do it. Uh, this is probably our, our 
that's most MLSist. Uh, that's most MLS thing uh, ever because <laughs> uh, the Nutmeg came out with an article. Uh, not, not an article, just a tweet. Just oh, a tweet. Oh, was it just a tweet? Okay, just a tweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll be honest, so, if I read the Nutmeg articles, I consider uh, their titles to be funny enough to where I think I'm pretty much done. Often. <laughs> Often their headlines are much better than the articles, okay. uh, except there was one time uh, where they were talking about a local uh, young white male IT admin who was planning a brawl with another supporters group. And that was fucking fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, that. uh, but anyway, so um, there was a tweet from the U.S. men's national team soccer account uh, that showed a picture of a U.S. supporter holding flares in what is very obviously not the stadium. Um, and uh, so Nutmeg retweeted that and said he was later notified that he would be banned from all future USMNT games, as well as all Orlando City games for two years, unless he's paid for an MLS ban conduct wow. classes. Um, that is uh, funny because they have done that. Mm-hmm. They have banned people for setting off flare not inside the stadium. Sure. Um, the thing that is that's so MLS about it is that was already true. He's <laughs> already banned from Orlando City matches, and he just sneaks in every match. Yep. Uh, so you know, proper uh, fucking props to that dude. Yeah. Maybe the most ultra person we'll talk about on this show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he says it here, Gate One Hundred One. If you ever want to sneak into Orlando City Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> so that almost feels like giving away the secret nipper bathroom location but he's the one that tweeted it out so that's on uh, him that that is so fucking awesome yeah, and like the best thing is i'm not even surprised by that i'm not surprised oh, yeah. by that at all like mls has this awesome habit of uh of commercializing its fans um, for being rowdy hard X core and then punishing them in like like the same breath of being like that was wrong and then being like look at how much our <laughs> fans care it's so legitimate yeah. and it is your fandom is legitimate it is it is it is but like if you're gonna celebrate it stop punishing it like choose yeah. choose what your your stance is I mean it's the same way like we we you don't uh, get to circle both answers exactly. Like we talked about how, you know, Petke has had his issues with the league and the refereeing um, and a lot of it valid and a lot of it is just him being Petke. But on uh, Extra Times podcast, they use a soundbite for him badmouthing the league that he got right. fined for. So like, of course they do. Weird. Of course they do. So weird. Of course they do. Because MLS is still in that phase where it has to, uh, you know, basically fox news itself where in any anything they can get for headlines they have to have uh even if it's stuff that they don't allow um if it if it makes people pay attention they have to do it um that's why alexi laws has a fucking job after all i hate him i hate him so bad uh, that's not a joke or anything yeah, that has that conversation <laughs> fuck alexi laws yeah seriously he's awful um and anything else to do with that with that you guys no. you guys have any other thoughts on that i i just want you to read the next one because uh, it's pretty funny oh uh, yeah uh, <laughs> that one's a little funny 
I was trying to think of more content for this, so I was like, you know what's pretty MLS? A shitty Philly team beating a, a totally awesome crew side that we said was going to win everywhere. That's pretty fucking MLS. Hey, there's that side that you were looking for. Yeah. We got Listen, back to it. Okay, cool. Uh, will you paste that in where I was, where I was hoping that had earlier? I think no. it, it's Damn. taken me a few days, but I figured out why the crew lost to Philly, and it's because... Uh, they're just trying to make sure that they can create a circle of parity where, you know, you show oh. how each team has beaten each mm. team in the league. Yeah. So they somebody was going to have to lose to Philly. The crew being noble brothers that they are said, you know what? We'll take this one. <laughs> Fall on the sword. And so when they win the league, Philadelphia fans will be like, hey, you know what? And we beat those guys. Batteries. Yeah. <laughs> that's true that actually true. i forgot how shitty philadelphia fans were really, really shitty people <laughs> uh so that's all the mls action we have uh for that so mls i guess it all got uh condensed into that uh nutmeg tweet so yeah there it is um on to the weird world of soccer uh this is probably my favorite thing that we've ever had on here um if you pay attention to the Premier League, like you should, because your snobbery is better than MLS, uh, you'll probably. I'm, know I'm doing the wanker yeah, motion right now. You can't see it, but I am. I'm doing it to myself. Uh, <laughs> you probably That's just part of the Phil podcast. <laughs> uh, Phil Phil Jones is not what we would call a pretty man, uh, and his friends remind him of this constantly uh, by sending him pictures of his own face. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, during soccer matches, which you know people do to Phil Jones a lot, because he makes very, uh, we'll say, unique uh, facial expressions during matches. They're awesome. If you Google Phil Jones' face, you you get a lot of good ones. And so uh, his friends, he reviewed in it, he revealed in an interview, will just uh, randomly send him pictures of his own face that they come across on the internet. Like, hey Phil, it's you. You look like this all the time. That sucks. That is the most brutal shit in the world. That is fucking like brutal. I already I already have self-esteem issues if my friends <laughs> digged into those even harder. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, that would hurt. That is challenging. Yeah. Like I guess you know whatever winning, you know, trophies and blah 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 play for man you whatever. Uh, yeah, he's fine. crying into his piles of money for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> But still, holy shit, yeah, that is rough. Yeah. It can't feel good. <laughs> uh, it's a good thing we're all too pretty for that. <clears throat> exactly. Uh, exactly. Mike Hudson, please don't play that gif of me. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Mike Hudson, delete all your pictures you have of me. I'm sure Mike half Hudson, of them are delete late. your shirtless pics, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, no, where are those people? Oh. <laughs> uh, um, so we've, we've got some, some pigeon talk and no, we're not talking about NYCFC. Aww. Give it to me, Steven. Uh, yeah. So keeping with the very bird heavy theme that this podcast Fuck seems yeah, to have AS Roma has opened a pigeon Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll admit that I did not know what pigeon was mm-hmm. until I looked it up and it is a, um, grammatically simplified means of communication that develops between two or more groups that do not have a language in common. Yeah. Uh, And if you go to their Twitter account, that's exactly what it is. 
So um, if you've ever been to uh, Europe and tried v- very hard to get directions in a country that you only know the like a couple of the second languages for, and the people don't speak any of those, you you've done a pigeon to try to get uh, you've invented a pigeon language to try and get directions to the train center. I know I did that uh, while, while I was in the Czech Republic because uh, apparently no one there speaks German or Spanish or Portuguese or any Latin based language or French. <laughs> Yeah, really cool thing. Um, not to geek out too much here, but a friend of the show, uh, Cowtown Ben, could go into a lot more depth about this, being a linguistics guy. Oh, I bet. Um, but uh, pidgin languages in certain areas um, become so widespread that they develop grammatical rules mm-hmm. of their own. Um, you mean all of yeah, English? Yeah. Well, so- <laughs> <laughs> like my my favorite example is singlish uh which is like a certain type of english that's spoken uh pretty much exclusively in singapore where it's like a mix of mandarin and english and i think one other language um but it's just, mm. they're just fascinating to listen to because uh, as an english yeah. speaker you'll you'll pick out you know every third word um but it'll it'll just be in a radically different context so it's really fun Okay. That yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't a, a bit, by the way. Uh, English is literally a creole, which is what forms w- when a pidgin language just becomes like everyone's first Wait, language. Is it really? That, it, it becomes the creole. Yeah, because uh, when the Angles and the Saxons met, they uh, they had similar languages, but only enough to where like basically every third word would be uh comprehensible so that's why english doesn't have uh articles uh, gendered articles for example like most other languages huh. uh do around it because when um you need to trade uh shoe for ox and the only words <laughs> that the other person understands from you are trade shoe ox you know all the all the article stuff and and, and all the hard shit gets gets thrown out the door pretty quickly yeah, but that's a really yeah. shitty trade well, I mean, what about the really nice shoes or really <laughs> Maybe shitty it's ox? a really lousy like, ox. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like where else? Or maybe you're asking for the ox to be made into shoes. Uh, <laughs> mm, okay. Now. Find me another Columbus or Cincy soccer podcast that will give you this kind of insight. <laughs> yeah. This has been obviously a, friend. Yeah, of, we are number this one. Has been linguistic I was going to say friend of the friend of the show, um, <laughs> Mama Skeleton, um, who is both an Anglophile and a linguistics nerd, is uh, probably going to be sending us a lot of corrections here. <laughs> but I, I'm okay. Yeah. That. No. No. Yeah. We we appreciate it. Give it to me, Mama Skelly. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, Las Vegas lights is coming for you, Evan. God damn it! Did you did you watch the video it's that was not the fucking for, Forza Madison? It's the fucking Las Vegas lights. Uh, friend friend of the show, Arthur was talking. Uh, said sent me a tweet about the Las Vegas Knights, and I seriously had like a just like a rage flashback. Rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I didn't watch the video because I don't want to watch the video. What is it? You can watch it while we're talking. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. It's it's got some. I'll admit, I understand nothing of it because it obviously wasn't meant for me. It was obviously meant for Evan to steal his fandom. Listen, Ford Madison, I know you're listening. Las Vegas Lights, you you little (laughs) trolls, you're probably listening too. 
Um, rather than bidding <laughs> over me with things like cute flamingo gimmicks or like wrestling videos, like the one that Las Vegas Lights uh, teamed up with Impact Wrestling to put out, um, just start sending me boatloads of cash. It's I'm much more easily bought than you think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. or even even not that much. Like literally, that's any true. Would probably that's true. Do. I'm not a rich man. If it if it flows and you can put money on it, we'll accept that amount. So, so anyway, it looks like Las Vegas Lights, you know, continuing to just grab it, uh, fun little promotions, however they can. Uh, had a, one of their wrestlers wearing a Las Vegas Lights jersey during a backstage promo. Jesus Christ. Um, I actually think maybe oh, yeah. both of them were. Yeah, one of them was wearing a pit. The other one was wearing, mm-hmm. I think, the keeper kit. Mm. So, so really committing to it. Yeah, no, it was just a backstage promo. It had nothing to do with <laughs> soccer at all. Uh, just two Las Vegas light kits because why not? Honestly, this is what I love from USL. This is the shit that they need to be capitalizing on. Um, obviously, still try to put out a good product. Still try to play good soccer. All of that stuff is important, but have right. fun right. with yeah. it. Uh. Because that's the only way you're going to be able to differentiate yourself. And and that is that is what's been so fun about Las Vegas and Forward Madison is just yeah, how much yeah. fun they have. And it's just Evan, what, w- what would happen if, if uh, there was a, a, a promo where like two flamingos wrestled each other? What, what would oh, you do? Shit. I would probably quit my job and stand outside the headquarters of whatever team put out that video and just hand out my resume for months on end until they gave me an unpaid internship. Would you have one of those giant like 80s like jukeboxes like blasting your love song? I'll just record. Is there a thing like a a Grateful Dead groupie but for (laughs) soccer HQs? Uh, there, there was an article actually that I read about a, a guy who has been to every Red Bulls match, home and oh, away, yeah. including CCL matches for like four straight years, including wow. closed yeah. door matches. He got media. Yeah, he like snuck into no, the no, stadium. No, no, no. He yeah. got media credentials oh. so he could actually attend the <laughs> game. <laughs> Fucking legend. Yeah. I was gonna say gate one hundred and one. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah, props to that. Go him, right? dude. Hell yeah. yeah. Every, For sure. Everyone's a worse fan than him. <laughs> ha. <laughs> I've joined the other side. <laughs> uh, all right. Let, let's move on to uh, to the horny shit. Uh, Steven, did you go first no, last I time? Think I, I, I think so. Time, right? I think so. I'll, I'll go first. Okay. All right, Steven. All right. FCC is so. first. You're making your way to the local coffee shop to meet up with your Tinder date for the week. Sorry, did I say local coffee shop? I meant Starbucks, because that is what he insisted on. You walk in and immediately catch his eye. (laughs) He looks just as pretty as he did in his pictures, but standing tall at six foot two. After a little light conversation, he Mm. asks if you'd like to go back to his place, specifically to his bedroom. You're taken a bit aback by his forwardness, and he immediately realizes his mistake. Oh no, not for anything like that. I just want to show you my sheets and how perfectly clean they are. He's a little odd, but oh you can't God. help being charmed by Spencer <laughs> Ritchie from Seattle. 
No! <laughs> I get that. That was good. That was good. God damn it! All right, let's see. Oh shit! Boy. Right, that part. I love it. Um, I was expecting. You know, I was thinking about Mane. Spencer yeah, deserves it right now. No, that's good. I like the. I like. I like the the, the switch up. No, I agree. No, it's, yeah, it's, I agree. He's not yeah. ugly man. Oh, he's 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 got the same um the the haircut uh from the from the murderer. Movie. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, he's got the he's got the American That's Psycho true. haircut. Yeah. You know you know it's weird. Mm. It works for me. Weird. Mm. So anyway, if you want to murder Mike, just you know have a little fun first, I guess. Um, look <laughs> it back, honey. All right, Evan, let's hear it. Jesus. Um. Well. All right. Play me. Uh, out of respect to this week's um to, to this week's contestant here, uh, I did contact him beforehand, and he said, "You know, Evan, like, uh, I'm a family man. Uh, I've got I've got pretty tightly held values. Um, I I, I just got married this past summer. I I wouldn't feel so so great about you 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 getting all horny all up on my bod." And I said, that's fine. Um, it's fan fiction, and it's also my podcast that you don't listen to, so I'm going to do what I want. Um, so uh, d- against his wishes, um, uh, I'd like you to imagine um, – I'd like you to imagine uh, Harrison Awful, of course, has just entered in this grand parade, uh, and he made a lot of bad puns. Um but uh, writing next to him um, was uh, a, a member of his court, perhaps who uh, who has has had a long a long friendship with him. They've they've gone way back since uh, since King Awful was only you know lesser Prince Awful. Um, <laughs> Jesus but, Christ! But this uh, this figure is uh, is nearly nude. Oh um, Jesus! And. Uh, yeah, wow. you're you're. Uh, see, he told me not to objectify him, so I'm only going to make it worse. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, apparently, yeah. The uh, the Spencer Richie has nothing on this. Yeah, they, shit. the the uh, sweat trailing down the rigid lines of his mm. abs and chiseled chest, uh, dripping down slowly. But you're so transfixed by his abs, you don't even look at his crotch. Um, and he says, please stop staring at me. I am married. <laughs> I, uh, I am a family man. I am, I am not, uh, I am not open to how horny you clearly are, but you are just, you are like a dog in heat. You must have him. His name is Jonathan Mensa, And here oh, he man. is. Let's see. Oh, all right. Whoo. I'm glad you didn't use yeah. that last week. I would have gotten killed on what I thought was a sure yeah. winner. Yeah, I uh Oof. I no, I feel it. I'm going Yeah, I'm taking a cold bath here. I honestly feel like I need to start tweeting to Jeff Birding asking them to sign Donovan just so I can use the water fountain pick on one of my <laughs> Like just get his rights, it'll count. Oh man, that's a good one. Man, he is a yeah, that's, that's yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I've never seen I've never seen sex lines so um uh how do I say this Apparent. sloped? <laughs> but look how look how like they're really steep. Like like they, they come off like a like a V instead of a wide angle. Like 
Ah, yeah, he, he must he must love skiing because that is a perfect I've north. Got, that's good. That's funny. That's very funny. <laughs> I <can laughs> no, I was I, I, I was getting to say something, and I'm like, yeah, that's really funny. I want to react to that. Really quick. Oh, I I uh, don't know. What I have means. to say, uh, I've got the picture set up so that right now on one monitor, Richie is uh, looking to the left. At where Mensa is, and you can kind of even see it in his face. Like, ah, fuck, I've lost this one. That is, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. That's a that is a son of a bitch. Yeah. I've, I've got to say, I feel week. good about my gameplay this week. Um. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you you played a lesser character against my heavyweight. Yeah, for sure. yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. Holy shit! Well, that was uh, an episode of our podcast that we do. I think it was a pretty good one. Uh, Mike, you want to send us off? I was about to. Uh, I thought you were going to do it for a <laughs> no, second. No, no, you got it. Go. Okay, okay. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, this was indeed an episode of our podcast, and I also think it was a good one. Uh, thank you again to Ken at MetaFortune uh, on Twitter. That's with a PH instead of an F. That's a replacement. Somehow that makes an F. I still haven't figured it out. Uh, for the music at the bottom and top uh, of our podcast, say goodbye, Evan. Bye, everybody. Say goodbye, Stephen. Goodbye, Stephen. There it is. Uh, <laughs> everyone, that's a goodbye for me. Have a great night. Um, we'll see you next week. See Go teams. Go soccer. Go Ohio. Yeah, don't be shitty to other fans. Goodbye. <laughs>